Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor, presented by the Barstool News Network. It is episode 585, Thursday, December 17th, 2020. Almost done with this insane year. Uh, We got a full house. Pat, Mark, Wes, and I'm Will. Everybody's here. We're all feeling good, and we got some big stories to talk about. You're gonna be one of you're gonna want to be done with the year when you when you hear my story when you get <laughs> to the end of my story. Yeah. Oh, great! Well, you're going first, so let's just uh, let's just depress ourselves right away. Tomorrow's Florida Man Friday, guys. Okay, <laughs> bear with me because we're gonna talk COVID, and there is a lot to talk about. So I'm gonna try to fly through these topics. We'll see. First off, the East Coast got a nor'easter, which is a snowstorm yesterday, while the West Coast has been getting. A Easter, which is COVID right up their asses. Uh, mm. 16.9 million people have tested positive for COVID in the U.S. with about 200K uh, new cases a day, uh, some a little bit over 200K. We dipped yesterday, which was nice. We were at 202, but we were like 250 the day before. Um, and over 306,000 deaths attributed to COVID in the U.S. California alone has over 400 new cases in the month of December, which is only halfway through. But it's not only California, which is currently sitting at a 11% positive test rate uh, or the west coast that is fucked i just wanted to make a joke about keistering covid mm. and talk about snow for a second earlier in there uh mm. idaho guys according to john hopkins is at a 58 percent positive test rate so i guess they're only <laughs> testing people that are pretty That's fucking idaho? sick say idaho, idaho. Idaho. Yeah, South- it's not. I mean, it's it's going it's going wild out here. Idaho is really close to Reno. I heard a stat, yeah. and it, it's not. I don't I don't know where it came from, but I heard that one in ten Renoites right now has COVID, like active. So wow, well, it's, it's going tell, nuts out I'll here. I'll tell out you west. the percentage in a second. South Dakota is at forty three percent positive test rate. Pennsylvania, big state, at thirty nine percent positive test rate. Texas, where West Pat and I are currently, twenty one percent positive. If you're getting a COVID test uh, mm. this month, and Nevada, where Will is, is at. 17%. Oh, we're actually doing pretty good. Yeah, most states are above 10%, guys, which was like that magic number for traveling. If you're above 10%, don't come here. Well, everyone's above 10%, except for like Hawaii. So, I mean, thank God that vaccine is here, right? Well, hang on a second, because Dr. Joseph Varon, a critical care doctor at United Memorial Medical Center in Houston, told NPR that more than half his staff of nurses will be refusing to take the vaccine for political reasons, to which the NPR host said <laughs> in the exact same monotone they had been speaking in prior. Uh, oh, my God, Dr. Joseph, that's that's a nurses. Good. That's mm-hmm. nurses who have to deal with it every day. They're yeah, not they're, going to take, take it in, in Houston um, at the for end of the day. Wow. Reasons? Yes. At the end of the, personal reasons. Called, 
political. He said, okay. here's the quote. At the end of the day. Well, like that was I, a doctor saying about, about the nurses. So Yeah, it's secondhand. But he said, at the end of the day, like I have said before, coronavirus has become a political toy. So I think he's also <laughs> leaning towards the that. Uh, not, most taking of, it. not taking it. <laughs> most of the reasons why most of my people don't want to get the vaccine are politically motivated. That's what he said. He's an actual doctor. Veron also said that the United uh, Memorial Medical Center um, which is a small community hospital hospital admits at least six new critically ill patients a day, presumably with the COVID. Uh, and some patients that travel, travel there are coming more than 10 hours because they're coming from El Paso, which apparently just has no more beds or capacity to treat new patients. Cause they're so uh, screwed over there in El Paso right now. Critical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Critical. So, care stat, go ahead. I mean, this guy, he's just, does he, does he indicate his political like affiliation there? Or is he just saying, Political uh, reasons, I'm not taking it. That's he just just the quote that I said. He I, they didn't really go get into more. That's crazy. Yeah, interesting. He's, uh, critical care staff at United Memorial are also just so exhausted that they're uh, reportedly are frequent like breakdown crying fits midday from the staff. Like any given day, people just hunched over crying. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was yeah, just, I was in the hospital yesterday, and there was people with like full the full on like headgear, face masks. It's it's they're yeah. not playing around right. It now. looks yeah. like Andy Reid and Scrubs. Uh, I was and that, listening. Well, I was yeah. listening to Stern, and, and, a, and a doctor called in. I think he's from Johns Hopkins or. Either either there or the Mayo Clinic, and he was saying like he was talking that this isn't going to be the peak until like April, and like every day he goes into work is the worst uh, mm. professional day of his career. And he's like, he was talking about that, like getting like starting like a support group for these uh, these people in the hospitals because they're just well, like, it's been tough, yeah, yeah. healthcare yeah. workers. Absolutely, that leads, that leads me to say that to all the frontline workers, we here at Hard Factor don't give a flying fuck about your political stance. We thank you for what you do and wish you all a safe holidays and new year's hang in there you're all a bunch of heroes all right mm-hmm. i mean like basically that's i think i can speak for all of us there also i, I personally hope that the vaccine becomes less <laughs> political <laughs> yeah. wanted, well, look, I, also, I wanted to re- retract that i personally or, or hope amend that, it. <laughs> maybe he'll agree with this i personally hope that the vaccine becomes less political in reality and in people's minds and that it kicks ass like pfizer claims at 95 percent and we are all attending sex parties mask free and judgment free soon uh but moving on because we have a lot to get to let's make fun of a few of the top health officials associated with the trump and soon to be biden COVID teams uh according to internal emails obtained by a house watchdog and shared with politico politico former health and human services science advisor and top trump appointee paul alexander wrote several emails to his boss assistant secretary for public affairs michael caputo and other top officials which said that hey our strategy should be to just let everyone get covid to develop herd immunity Hmm. Uh, he said and i quote there is no other way we need to establish herd and it only comes about allowing the non-high-risk groups to expose themselves to the virus, period, all caps. He said it may be that it will be best if we just open up the flood zone and let the kids and young folk get infected. That's a guy that didn't think a vaccine was going to be made very quickly. Well, also important to note that he started sending these emails on July 4th, probably from a boat or while poolside. He was like, let's get, <laughs> let's get it going. Yeah, I think, well, that guy's job was to think of all possibilities. Uh, right. Yes. He wanted yeah. to party. He couldn't, st- he could, when he got to July 4th and he had to get out and party yeah. and he, and he didn't want to get caught, you know, yeah. doing something that he didn't uh, advise everyone else to do. Also, let's start he- with the bad ones. Yeah. Also, Ezekiel Emanuel, an oncologist and, and a professor at U- University of Pennsylvania, who is one of the 10 advisory board members that Biden appointed to his coronavirus task force in November, 
wrote an essay titled I Hope to Die at 75 for The Atlantic in 2014. Uh, And that essay goes on to say, I think this manic desperation to endlessly extend life is misguided and potentially destructive for many reasons. 75 is a pretty good age to aim to stop. It also <laughs> it also said it also said that he at the age of 75 would re- reject all uh pretty much all health care including flu shots for sure. And then he went on to say if there is a flu-like pandemic, this is he got he has to regret this. Shut up. He has to regret this fucking essay. He said if there is a flu-like pandemic in the future, a younger person who has yet to live a complete life ought to get the vaccine and alluded that maybe, Oh no, and now this guy's like yeah, a top government official getting the vaccine. For a 77 year old person. I mean, that's he, such yeah. a misconstrued. misconstrued. Well, because I read, I read uh, the essay, Pat. Yeah. He, it wasn't tongue in cheek. He is, he is literally saying that, uh, you know, we See, need to focus on he's younger people. He's doing what he, no, what he I said. Agree, he I agree. Do. I, yeah. He's a big Kevorkian guy. He's saying, yeah. Yeah, but he said, he said he doesn't agree in self assisted suicide. You just sh- shouldn't oh. try to prolong Extend your life people with people past 75. Yeah, but the difference is he's, yeah, the flu thing is bad. If that was the circumstance, but it's not the circumstance where like a young person think, needs the vaccine over an old person. Because that's pretty. Right. I mean, that's I, that's a cold take. You're that's looking like at old that takes through exposed, whatever tinted glasses you, know? you want. There. Uh, look, uh, reminder that both sides have idiots, and we're all fucked for the first half. Of oh 20, yeah, we're going to keep talking about it because after this. human beings <laughs> yeah. are in charge of getting us out of this mess. Um, mm. yeah, he definitely regrets that. Us, anyways. Speaking of idiots, the World Health Organization came out and announced that Santa Claus is officially immune to coronavirus. Yesterday, mm. isn't that cute and not? Anger-inducing. I just want to hug those fun, silly gooses at the World Health Organization that didn't declare COVID nineteen a global threat or grant it pandemic status until months too late earlier this year. Those goofballs. <laughs> until Italy was like, yeah. Until there was the, all the videos of like Italians just going insane. Yeah, that's when they finally Whoops. Uh, declared it. It's hey, super convenient. The, check my Twitter when I was screaming at them at adding them to please declare it a global emergency. Hey, nailed the Santa thing, though, guys. That's just good old fun. They also claim that they are going to do some actual work and investigate where the uh, the where the fucking China, the virus originally came from. They're sending a team of 10 scientists. And hey, is oh, that, so is that this, a novel idea? That's a, that's funny, because like a couple pocket. months ago, they were like, we can't confirm if it did start in China. And then now, yeah, they're going to yeah. send a team over there. Uh, look, since it seems like the who has been at a minimum taking everything China tells them at face value, I'm not expecting a whole lot of that investigation. And oh, good news. The who says they are absolutely not trying to apportion any blame to anyone in their findings before they find anything. Of course. So even if it's from a lab or an evil person, like in the movie 12 Monkeys, they don't want to point any fingers. Just collect the data and hope it doesn't happen again. Mm. Fucking idiots. Uh, lastly, another dumb dumb as we end today's COVID update is uh, with Tom Cruise. Old Mr. Ooh, Tom Cruise. This one's a hot button. Operating Thetan level seven, which is uh, what Phaeton. Mr. Cruise is at. <laughs> Almost the top level scientist Scientology. You can get to eight. Uh, you can get to eight. Mr. Cruz there is at seven. Uh, he might never get there, especially if he dies of COVID, which is what it sounded like he was going to do. Uh, if those two crew members on Mission Impossible seven didn't start operating on the gold standard of social distancing on set. Bubba, can you play the clip? They're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs. I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. No apologies. Whoa. Yeah. Good on you, Tom. That's what I say. 
Sounds like the yeah, Christian I saw Bale Pat blood. was praising. Oh, him. I'm Pat, super Pat. pro Tom here. I'm majorly pro Tom. Yeah. Okay. So, what, okay, what, so you like how he's laying down the law? I guess what my, sometimes you see what it's like to be a boss, right? And that's what it's like to be a fucking boss. Tom has the weight of his shoulders, the weight of an industry on his shoulders, because truthfully, that is the biggest film being made in right now. In his mind. And no, not <laughs> in his mind. Truthfully, dude, th- he's like one of the most powerful people in the entertainment industry, period. And he, he has he, been every yeah, evening. He draws a lot of water in that town. He, he's running that set. He's not, an, he's not just an actor on that set. He's a producer on it. And he's talking to studio heads every day. Being like, oh, this wow. is how we're doing it. But on the for real tip, <laughs> if Mission Impossible 7 shuts down, then everyone is fucked. He, he's dead on. Yeah, he's yeah. under a lot of stress. And, and, well, okay. We'll get, it, it's they had cred- shut down before, well, right? What you didn't play was yeah, him saying, like, times. the people that are losing their fucking houses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, to, his, yeah. To, his, to his credit, he is footing a $500,000 <laughs> bill personally to help social distance the entire crew members when they're not working on a giant boat, which is classic stupid Tom putting everyone on COVID's preferred habitat, a boat. Yeah, that's yeah. not a, that's a bad approach. Idiot. Right? What an idiot. Scientologists love big boats. Well, it's good for the action. It's good for the action. Is Michael Bay the, the, is yeah. he like the, 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 well, boat the, leader, put, the leader has a giant yacht. He put him on a cruise ship, <laughs> but he did. is trying to keep the industry afloat, like Pat said. I, it's certainly, you know, the movie business hurting. Um, Warner Brothers just announced all their movies are going straight to streaming, etc. Uh, it just was a bit much from Tom, I think it was like the Oprah couch. I, that, that's what was, I thought. It was I, it was yeah. two guys, Will, in a mask that were three. They were both in masks. They were just weren't six feet apart. So I mean, I get. Are you serious? That was it. Yeah, that was it. I, I get. Well, that, I, I get that he's under a lot of pressure. Apparently, he's right. been looking. He's been catching all sorts of people. So this might have been like the last straw. But these, it was just two guys working, uh, editing something on a computer, and they were they were masked, but they weren't six feet apart. That was why what yeah. I felt about it was like nobody deserves because this year sucks so bad. No one really deserves to be yelled at that yeah, bad. So down, like Tom. I get that he's like trying you to know, save the industry. All I can say is like tough. you know what? Uh, when you create jobs, and like if you ever been in the position where you've hired someone before, and then like you hire a bunch of people, and then like they complain. And they just have no concept of what it's yeah. like to be in the boss position. Like, I understand yeah, well, why the fuck that happens everywhere, though. I everywhere. Mean, Pat, you talk to us like this off camera on a daily basis. So I understand why you are on top <laughs> I of Pat's, yeah. Pat's a set tyrant. Yeah, oh, he's a tyrant. Oh, but look, I, I, just, I just said it could have been shorter than two minutes, Tom. But my time is up speaking. It could have been shorter. That was a long update. I relinquished the floor. I'm chilling. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pat is chilling right now, but wait, yeah. wait till we turn the cameras off. He's gonna just rip the <laughs> lights out of the ceiling. <laughs> He's a madman. All right, do I mess with take... your lights? <laughs> yeah, yeah it reminded me of the Christian you had Bale. Huge Christian Bale vibes, but mm-hmm. it, yeah. different di- different circumstances than Christian Bale. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's move it over. I got my toothpick ready because we're going to the big government corner, boys. Professionally, guys, you and me are done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> First, Pat, we got to talk a little bit about big government. And first up in the big government corner, we got a stimulus check headed towards everybody. Uh, supposedly going to get done this week. According to Senator Manchin from West Virginia, it should have stimulus checks included in the final bill in the five to six hundred dollar range. Oh, so, whoa. So about half of the last one. Uh, <laughs> whoa. And if that that's if it gets passed and that's if it's, it's included. It's so, like the equivalent of like a fucking like uh, when the Boys and Girls Club gives out a college scholarship. It's like we gave out a five hundred dollar scholarship to uh, the underprivileged uh, star of our uh, academic community for her to do or, fucking yeah. nothing with. Or more aptly, it's like just like what we did for the Fatathon for those charities. Not a whole lot, but you know, no, was, we did more than this. Yeah, we did a lot terrible. more than that. Yeah, yeah. We, we the Fatathon was way more effective than the next round of stimulus. Uh, so everybody's going to probably get a small Christmas bonus. 
from Uncle Sam this year. But that's only to distract you from the fact that he's fucking up big time everywhere else. Because second in the big government corner is the fact that despite passing overwhelmingly in the House of Representatives uh, and being the right thing to do from a humanitarian perspective, the Senate refuses to take up the Uyghur Forced Labor Act uh, that would prevent U.S. companies from using Chinese slave labor uh, in their products. And according to Politico, but it's so cheap, Will. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 what companies like Apple and Nike are, are saying as well, Mark. According to Politico, the Uyghur Forced Labor Act passed by a 406 to 3 vote in September, but the Senate has refused to take it up amid pushback from companies like Apple and Nike, like I was saying, industry groups like uh, Chamber of Commerce, American Apparel, uh, and Footwear Association. Who are so the basically- three congressmen or women, you know, mm-hmm. congresspeople that – that voted against. There's a ton the- of pork and beans in that Uyghur bill. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a yeah. fucking ethnic genocide happening, you assholes. <laughs> There's three people that voted hey, nay. Did they ever settle out yes. the fucking Apple not paying taxes in like in the whole country of Ireland situation? Like, what the fuck, dude? No, correct. You guys, you guys hit it on the head. Newsflash, dickheads in the Senate. The ethnic cleansing in Xinjiang in China isn't just going to go away if Apple and Nike hit their numbers next quarter. So do the right thing, pass the bill, and try to get Xi to stop his genocide program, you dumb cunts. Also, Amazon and Walmart uh, should have a Made in the USA search toggles if you're trying to avoid us getting fucked into the ground by China forever competitively. So... Think about that too. Sam. That's a great idea. Uh, also, I love that. Idea. Isn't American Apparel? I like. I know the dude who ran American Apparel was like a notorious creepster, but like the whole thing, and then it went out not, of business. Not as much as the can- Canadian mobile. Yeah, not as bad. But the whole well, thing. What's worse, the sex trafficking or the uh, favoring slavery? So I, I don't. I the mean, whole thing with American Apparel was made in downtown LA, though. Like that's like why you were paying like fucking like twelve bucks for a blank T-shirt if you were printing on them because there was like. Well, made now in LA. now the Uyghurs might be helping out a little bit. Looks like, but that now I have to say those are associations. So I don't want to disparage his company. Those were sure. lobbying firms. Dude, they, they know what they're doing. That's the, the biggest bill. problem with our country is that that bullshit right there. Yeah. And next up, maybe it's just that the government wants us to be just like China because uh, social media posts that point out government failures in China are forcibly removed. And uh, for some reason, the video of the woman getting kicked off the United flight. Remember, we played it earlier this week for having no mask on a two year old has been magically removed from Instagram and Twitter after the social media companies. So annoying. No, it's because they asked her to remove them or they would delete her account. So who got them to do that? United, the CDC, you know, the FTC is suing Instagram and Facebook. So maybe that has something to do with it. Well, could it's it be that up. they did that? She did a settlement with United and United was like, oh. hey, part of the settlement is you need to pull this shit down. And then they we- uh, not according to her in the newspaper. She said that uh, Instagram and Twitter were the ones that forced her to take. Her. I don't buy that. Is that oh. I don't I don't fucking how could that be true? That's you, weird. Yeah. I don't, OK. All right. Well. Finally, it doesn't make sense to me either. I hope that we get to the bottom sto- of the that whole story. Is so weird with the. Well, I think it's just because it points out that our stupid CDC regulations are horrible. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, yeah, yeah. we'll get to. Hopefully, we find out one day. But here's finally something that does make sense, fellas. Uh, representatives Tulsi Gabbard and Thomas Massey are trying to repeal the Patriot Act. We've got uh, a screenshot of, of Tulsi's video that she did, uh, where she used a great quote from Ben Franklin. She said. Uh, those who would give up essential liberty to uh, purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. That's Ben Franklin. That's a little harsh. The man himself who said that. 
Well, he was harsh. He was a drinker, that Ben Franklin. Well, well, <laughs> he was. was a tough, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> wise words. Wise words. Look, the Patriot Act is he fucked up. slammed the bottle on the yeah, ground. He, he <laughs> drank his dick out, out of his field of vision. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Pulls another he, bottle from his pantaloons. But he was a clairvoyant when it came to personal liberties and protecting <laughs> right. the Bill of Rights. Okay, so I think that that, that was an apt quote. I, I I applaud the effort of Tulsi Gabbard and Thomas Massey. Do super PACs next, please. The Patriot I, Act I, is, I is, is well. Ha, have is we poop, given up poop. on that? that that's a, that's spying. that's the weird part about like what's going on in America today with the internet age and our brains not being able to to like download and uh, take into context all this information. Like, hmm. like it's been exposed, like the Snowden shit, like they're spying right. on you. The, the Patriot Act, which yeah. was put in, put in place after Project September Prism. 11th, taking right. your phone took, data. took so many civil liberties. And like, I feel like America right. knows that, but they just don't care. They're like, well, ah, what are you no, well, no, Tulsi Gabbard's trying to re- repeat reverse. No, I know. They're trying to reverse yeah. it so they can't but passively collect it. You know what? We were talking pre-show, you know, we talked about how the, the Russian hacking of the government, U.S. government agencies earlier this week, and that the, mm-hmm. the full... We'll find out the full extent of it, and it's apparently very large. Uh, I think that potentially the Patriot Act, you know, created these databases on these. Global, oh, really? These databases with all of our information, including. And that's Russia. attractive to countries like and Russia and China. So potentially the Patriot Act set Russia up for all this information to steal. Hey, Mark, yeah. is that big government fucking itself? It sounds like it. <laughs> mm, sounds like it to me, doesn't Let's it? Let's not and forget who put the pa- which which who who bigged the government back in the early two thousand. We don't need Look, to point both parties. At, at both parties, parties yeah. are, are both parties are equally to blame. I'm on not about bigging that on the, the government show, Pat. For, can, to me. I, yeah. I I I don't like anybody bigging this thing up. Right. And one last thing that also makes some sense: uh, a guy who broke his seventy eight year old foot playing with his dog also accidentally <laughs> called Pete Buttigieg's husband. Chased in uh, by the typical female name Kristen, and that's not very surprising uh, to Chastin. Chastin. Uh, it's Chat Ch- Chastin. Sorry, mm-hmm. he called him Kristen. Uh, here's the quote: <laughs> He said, "He's an educator, man. Always, always a mark of good character is the way I look at it." Uh, by the way, Jill and I have been enjoying seeing Pete and Kristen. Oops. Chasten, I should say, together on the trail. Chasten <laughs> has become a close friend of Jill's and mine's, obviously, because I know his name. I tell you what and that was. That was uh, I'm not a pres. I'm a I'm a president for all Americans. What that was. That was an intentional slip. Is what that was to bring think so? to bring some of the uh, the uh, you know more conservative socially people nah. onto his team. I I think he just wow. called Chasten Kristen. What I'm Chastin. saying. If there's the whole group of people like, yeah, yeah, you bust his balls. He is a Kristen. He's just an he? old dude who, <laughs> who thinks Chasten's name is Kristen. Maybe. Chastin. I think it, I think his gaffes are funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, hey, they're they're here to stay. Hey, oh, yeah. One thing I will oh, yeah. agree the with: big government corn. That's a good one. Bullshit. Chasing Kirsten. That's a good one. You, they got to stop saying Pete Buttigieg is the first openly gay cabinet member. It's just it's so unfair they, to Rick Grenell. Right, I understand a lot of people don't like it, Rick Grenell, but Jesus, stop doing it. It's because it's because I guess he's going to be the first one to get confirmed by the Senate. That's like the big asterisk, like, distinction whatever. there. But definitely an asterisk. Mm. Grenell was first, right? right so right. Very Hopefully insulting. there's several more too. Like, you know, let's keep keep doing stuff like that. Right. Yeah, it shouldn't stop. Let's first, fill it up. First yeah. first black and Indian female uh vice president. Let's keep keep it keep it up. Let's do the first repeal of the Patriot Act and, and Super PACs too. Also, that'd be great. There you go. Whoever's best for the job, right? Um yep. all right, guys. This right. is a special alert going out to all treasure hunters. Uh, no matter if you pan or dig or detect for treasure, this goes out to you. Uh, one of our own needs us and is being held unjustly against his will. Uh, I repeat, treasure hunter needs help. 
his name is Tommy Thompson, and for the past five years, he has been held in contempt of court uh, without a trial for holding uh, strong to our oath of finders, keepers, losers, get lost. He is essentially being held for ransom uh, for some gold <laughs> coins. So not sure if you guys knew this, but they had a hur- hurricanes back in the 1800s, too, and one of them sank the SS Central America, a.k.a. the Ship of Gold. Yeah. The- <laughs> yeah, it's a good ship, right? <laughs> That's that's yeah. a ship. That's a ship you want to be on um, off the coast of South Carolina in 1857, uh, sinking with it thousands of pounds of gold and silver uh, worth millions of dollars. That's um, Davy Jones's now. Yeah. Uh, so much money that it caused an economic panic when it went down. Uh, so back in the 80s, some like 161 investors uh, paid our, our brother Tommy. $12.7 million to find this ship, which, of course, he did. And well, um, I wouldn't have. I, would have that, that, no. I found my treasure. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. guys, couldn't find the ship. Double he, dip, say you didn't d- find it. Dirty up some boots and some scuba gear, uh, taking yeah. a picture and called it a day. Tommy went 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 as far as uh, patenting a new submarine that he developed to find this treasure. Um, he was wow. he was good at what he does. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he found it. Um, and, uh, there was like some, some diff, like, uh, claim issues where, uh, certain people couldn't claim it. A- anyway, he ended up getting it. He got, uh, sold it for like 40 to $50 million back in 2000. Ooh. But there's this issue what of did, like, the gold or what, what, what the, did he uh, the treasure, the yeah, treasure, about gold, the $12.7 million in investor money uh, they never saw any of the money. So he got sued, um, back in 2012 and he was supposed to appear in court, but instead, no, he took off. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, good luck finding a treasure hunter. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's, he left uh, a map. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Find yeah. me. Yeah. It's they, just a middle <laughs> finger. <with> the <laughs> what they what they What'd wanted were expect? these. <laughs> what they wanted were these 500 gold coins that were minted from gold bars, um, and they wanted his gold. Uh, can you believe that shit? So, of course, uh, he didn't give up. He didn't give it up. He fled to Florida. The Marshals- Yeah, being a treasure hunter is sweet, Wes. Once you finally make the transition, you'll be able to just, like, get out of situations and just be like, well, I'm a treasure hunter. Well, mm-hmm. if I've learned anything from, like, the Uncharted series, like, you, you have to expect to be murdered when you deliver the treasure to because they don't want to leave any. <laughs> like, so you might as well run because the people you're delivering the treasure to are just going to kill you anyways. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you can commit crimes yeah. and also have co- crimes committed to it's you. It's the right. shortest yeah. pro career of any sport. It pretty much as soon as you turn pro, <laughs> there's a good chance you're going to get murdered. It's just a race <laughs> to double cross. Who's going to double cross? First? Right. It's like, yeah, <laughs> drug deal. There's a lot of treasure out there. Uh, so anyway, he ran. Not enough. The, mar- the marshals the marshals <laughs> caught him in 2015. He was fined, sentenced to two years in prison for uh, protecting his gold. Also part of this bullshit uh, plea deal was the government was required to, to tell them where his gold was or at least help mm. those idiots try to find it. But, of course, he again protected his treasure and stuck to the code. Uh, some uh, some idiot judge sentenced him to stay in jail under contempt and pay 1000 bucks a day until he cracked and gave up his treasure. And guess what? Our brave brother still hasn't cracked, and he remains in jail to this day. Um, so oh, the wow. average maximum length for not cooperating, like a witness not cooperating, is 18 months. He's been in jail way past that. Um so this this judge Algonon Marbley um, questioned him. <laughs> there he is, Algonon yeah. Marbley. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like a treasure yeah. hunting, hunting yeah. game, which means mustache in some ancient language. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got that. Um, uh, so yeah, he questioned him. He said, "Mr. Thompson, are you ready?" This is back in October. Are you ready to answer the seminal question in this case as to the whereabouts of the gold? 
To which Tommy's, Are you ready to tell Algonon where the gold is? <laughs> yeah. Tell me where the gold is at. Um, and then uh, so Tommy smiled and said, Your Honor, I don't know if we've gone over this before or not, but I don't know where the whereabouts of the gold. I feel like I don't have the keys to my freedom. Uh, so Tommy is using the classic excuse that a rare disease caused a short-term memory loss. Um, oh, nice. seven, 1,700 days in jail and $1.8 million in fines is what he's at right now. Um, it's one- nothing compared to how much gold he's sitting on. Yeah, he's got $50 million of gold. Right. He let, they let him out and he pays him in gold. <laughs> right. You take gold? <laughs> yeah, do you take gold? He's, he's way, in the, uh, he's way in the fines right now. I'll tell you, somebody knows where it is. Somebody loves where it is. They, they, they pressured his girlfriend who uh, claims that he she was moving around the golden suitcases for him back in, like, 2000. Uh, it, She's it ended ripped. up in, in Belize, possibly, but he's not signing over, um, you know, a, a, a permission to check the Belize account. What a it's, story. Yeah, um, and, and I think Bubba had some more information about, like, claims about um, – I don't know, Bubba, if you do or not – about, like, how, different countries and how they operate um, – well, yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I thought this guy was from England, not from the U.S., but uh. there's still, like you were saying, there was difficulty with claims. It came down to, I was looking at it, it's like, um, so like in the U.S., there's, if they have claim to it, like if you can claim it all the way back to you are someone who was supposed to have the gold or you were someone who's or an ancestor's uh, grandchild or someone that was supposed to have the gold and you right. can make a claim to it, it's rightfully yours. And I think that's kind of how England operated, but also yeah, that's England, not how Belize operates. Yeah, that's no. the president of Belize's right. Well, now. it depends on where yeah. when it comes to treasure, it doesn't. It actually really depends on where you find it. That happens with a lot of things, but it, it depends on where you find it. And like in some countries, it will go directly to the state, and the state will pay you for the amount that you return to them. You just don't get to keep it at all. But who like what's the court that would try this? Because it, it happens in so many different right. Well, countries. England I know has the English chattel courts. I think in the U.S. it would just be like a. a where like a regular civil court that you would bring a property matter to. Yeah. They're they're breaking out like the the six hundred year old books like from when this when they were constantly right. trying people for yeah. hiding treasure. That was yeah. actually one of the coolest parts that England just changed their law in nineteen ninety seven and before it was like if the um if the gold is three hundred years old or less, it goes to the state. But if you can prove that it's more than three hundred years old and there's oh. no one that can make a claim to it, it goes to you. Yeah, I think that's what was happening is when this guy developed this fucking submarine that he was going to use to go get this, a bunch of people had a bunch of legislation like ready to go to be like, no, it's mine. No, here's why it's mine. Here's why it's mine. And he just took off and then he sold it um, because no one could really prove that it was theirs. It was just his because he had it. And um, he could have just paid the investors like, you know, back the money, sold it 50 million bucks. So that's what happened. He screwed the investors. That's what happened. He screwed the investors. He got sued by the investors. And those investors probably had claim to it. Like, or they believe like, they have legal claim to it. Yeah. It, it looks they like the person anything. in charge of Belize is the Queen of England. There Queen Elizabeth II. Whoa. So there you go. I'll tell you what, the fastest way, fastest way to uh, get some of those uh, deniers that their, uh, their families made a lot of money from the slave trade is to tell them that they got a little gold in their name, potentially. They're always mm-hmm. denying... Until uh, there's a potential <laughs> gold inheritance. Who could trace that back? The 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 uh, you, you, I think all this gold's going to end up in the uh, Tower you. of London. You guys ever been in there with the crown jewels? Yes. Seen that? Mm-mm. Actually, no. Uh, uh, that was the, they. We got there too late. Um, that was in London. And that was on the list. And we, I think well, that's where the hope. I was, I was right outside it. it. I was right outside it. Like a chest of gold would fit in very nicely in there. 
Yeah. They've got a lot of nice scepters and crowns and jewels. Anyway, Bubba, so. can you pop up Tommy's pic, the old picture real quick? Uh, does, does this look like a guy who's going to give up the whereabouts of his gold? No. No. <laughs> no. Your no. Honor. No. Nope. No. That's a guy you <laughs> avoid in every scenario. Yeah. You do not play chess against that guy. <laughs> <laughs> him he, and Algonon have quite a stare down going in the courtroom. Certainly do. <laughs> Algonon and him, uh, is, it's a, they it's love each ep- other. Epic battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. This next one is a doozy. A uh, former Houston police officer, 63 year old Mark Anthony Algera, uh, was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon on Tuesday for running an air conditioning repairman off the road putting a gun to his head uh, and uh, then detaining him until police arrived. And all this as part of an investigation that he was uh, he was working on into voter fraud during the presidential election. Mm, so stopping the steal. Yeah. So Algare uh, believed the air conditioner repairman was carrying 750,000 fraudulent ballots in his box truck. Uh, and that man was, quote, the mastermind of a giant voter fraud. Uh, leaving Elgare uh, no choice but the, to ram the back of the man's truck in traffic. Uh, after all, the fate of oh, wow. a fair before, and honest election was on. Before Singh was hmm. actually in the truck. Elgare's shoulders. So is Elgare so is a big Biden guy? Because he thinks, uh, I mean, is he trying to overturn the Texas? No, he results? thought that he had there were fraudulent ballots in that. This is before the election, two weeks before the election. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, okay. and uh, leading up. Okay. He took it upon himself. Uh, anyway, when the repairman got out, Algari pointed a gun at him, forced him to the ground, uh, and then put his knee on the man's, the man's back. Uh, and then when, when authorities arrived, you could imagine Algari's surprise when the only thing they found in the man's truck were air conditioner parts and tools. Yeah. So, That's the classic scene like in a movie. He's like, go ahead and open it up. You'll see. Right. Then- <laughs> Must have just dumped him. <laughs> And he's just shocked. This is just wrong. a classic case of yeah. schizophrenia getting directed in another direction. You'd uh, think that was it, Wes. You'd think that was it's it. Gotta be, right? But it is not. This is no? uh, this is what makes it a fucking doozy, guys. Algare was uh, was not acting as a lone patriot. In fact, he was hired by Steve Hotz, a GOP mega donor, through his organization, the Liberty Center for God and Country, to the tune of mm. wait for it. $266,000. That's what this guy Super was paying Elgari. Mm. Yeah. For for how long? Uh, Just a two month? weeks of work? Three weeks two of weeks work? Of, wow, that's a good rate. To break up the election fraud. Uh, we got to get in on the Super PACs, guys. I'm it, telling you. There's so much money. I mean, money. before they, they yeah. should be outlawed. You know, morally, but like uh, in terms of like in terms of opportunities for us. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Before, that, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Before the gravy train's done, we need to. Uh, it's uh, it's never going to be done. Well, the gravy train's going to be there. We just got to get in. Get we got to get in because this guy, <laughs> this guy with his uh, with his whatever pack or whatever, the Liberty Center for God and Country uh, raised. Oh, man, I want to say like six hundred and something thousand dollars hired Algeri. Mm-hmm. Uh, Algeri told police that he was part of a private citizens uh, group investigating claims of the massive fraud. Alleged, and, and it was allegedly the fraud was funded by CEO Mark Zuckerberg. To the tune of nine point three seven billion dollars, Zuckerberg threw in nine point three billion, uh, and the uh, fraud also involved uh, ballots forged by Hispanic children. So that was the fraud that he was investigating. Paid real mm. money for it. Uh, the Liberty Center for God and Country, whose mission statement is to quote provide the bold and courageous leadership necessary to restore our nation to its godly heritage uh, by following the strategy that our pilgrim forefathers gave us. Uh, anyway, apparently they raised more than 600K leading up to November 1st, 
to hire private investigators and attorneys to discover, expose, and disrupt the Democrats' massive election fraud scheme in Harris County. That's a quote. What led this guy to the air conditioning truck? No idea. That's what it doesn't say. He's still, he's still crazy. He put a gun to an air conditioning guy's head. But he was head. getting paid good <laughs> money to do it. Why do you think they were balancing air conditioning he was getting paid a quarter mil to do it, man. I, yeah, I think that's what happened. Was this guy just like he'd never been paid this much before to do a job? He had so to he get was results. like, I gotta yes. get results. Yeah, he had. If to get I don't results. put a gun to somebody's head, yeah. I, the, yeah. the super PAC's gonna pull. But the who's buying? So like, like <laughs> the guy in the crime. air conditioning truck looks like looked one direction too too many times, like shady, and he was like, "That's the truck." But mm. dude, some some guy comes to you and he's like. All right, here's the deal. Uh, Zuckerberg, you know that guy? Yeah, he's throwing $9.3 billion in this. He's got a bunch of Hispanic kids filling out fraudulent ballots. And this air conditioner guy is driving around Houston. Here's a quarter million dollars. Go break it up. Uh, What's sad is that the government's so shady that it's easy to spin <laughs> yarns that are believable. Absolutely. Right. Like, because because they are so shady. Like, how many wars have we faked our way into in America? Not only you know? that, Will, but like, when, like, <laughs> like, like you said, like when someone, you know, cuts you a check that that clears for two hundred sixty six thousand. You're like maybe maybe Approved. they know something. Federal I government. Oh yeah, like <laughs> yeah, right. The, the QAnon should go hunt down these these air conditioners. The QAnon Pizzagate guy. The, the, the Pizzagate guy was a fucking psycho. This is like Pizzagate on crack. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, Algeria had, had had at least two other companies or companions with them, and they set up a command post. Uh, at the Marriott Hotel in Perland, uh, and they'd been tracking this air conditioner repairman for four days. Uh, <laughs> this poor guy this didn't even know. No, I no idea. We know you got the ballots in there. Uh, He's Al- just fixing people's AC units. <laughs> He's Gary. pouring cream in his coffee. Just. <laughs> Algeri contacted his former police department, uh, asking them to assist him in a traffic stop, uh, to which they laughed at him. Uh, I'm going to need the SWAT team. <laughs> right. He's got, oh, man. And the Hispanic kids, their hands are tired. They've been filling out these ballots. Uh, they, they laughed at him. And he responded by telling police he'd handle it, uh, which alarmed police and they put a <laughs> they put an extra bit of attention on Gary. Uh when police arrived he demanded that they arrest the repairman even though there were no ballots in the truck uh telling officers quote you can be a hero or part of the problem i just hope that you're a patriot uh guys this is i mean i like that line though right uh, that's if you're gonna hit somebody that, with a line about what you're doing that sounds like a movie line yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well he was living in his own movie guys Algeria's attorney uh, did an interview yesterday and said that Algeria is a uh, is being politically persecuted for his aggravated assault charges. Well, I bet he's uh, got a big defense fund. Uh-huh. I bet yep, he's got yeah. an interesting Facebook. You know what I mean? Yep. And guys, this is not the first time Algeria has made some crazy arrests on a hunch. Uh, back in 2004, he was fired from Houston Police Department after leading a crackdown on illegal street racing that resulted in him doing a raid in a Kmart parking lot yielding 278 arrests, none of which were related to street racing and all of which were subsequently dropped. Uh, 278 arrests. I guess he rounded, he rounded up 278 Over the course of a never, month. And there was no one actually doing any street racing. They're racing too. <laughs> we did a story about Houston street racers not too, like a year ago. They rounded them, they rounded them up all the this time. This guy's right? kind of the best. He's yes. just, okay. This he's is just, where we're at in our country so, now. He's so convincing, dude. But he's always wrong. Some he's psycho, some psycho <laughs> guy, some guy that was smart enough to make millions of dollars, raised six hundred thousand dollars from right. from people that need it. And, and then he well, paid maybe some not. Psycho. It could be from corporations, man. It could be that's the beauty of a super PAC. Oh it could be God. dark money. 
<laughs> they just go straight to El Gary. All you need is a suit and to tell El Gary that he's needed, and you can get him to do whatever he, whatever you tell him. Dude, you know he was buying new shit. You like when you get a fucking check. He got a check for two eleven. Suit, suitcase of cash. Two hundred eleven k the day after this incident went down. Like you know he's he's like yeah things are really turning around for El Gary. He was running a, a state liquidation business up until this point. So yeah. yeah. No, he used to be yeah. Houston PD. He's story. the best. <laughs> Elgare loves election season. He's like Dwight Schrute. Um, he knows <laughs> yeah. he's going to get hooked he up with some like shady deals. Yeah. All right, guys. One more for you. Uh, guys, the mayor of Paris, uh, Anne Hidalgo, hates men. Uh, she must. Otherwise, why would she blatantly go against the French law that says men and women must be equally represented in local government with at least 40 percent of each sex represented? Uh, but, oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but you like see, amongst elect- elected positions or amongst yeah. hired positions? Um, elected and appointed. Um, elected, so you could like literally not be eligible to win a race because you are the wrong sex. I believe so. Will yeah, but it changed, it, it changed. It changed. It uh, changed. That recently. sounds like the exact opposite of history up until recently. Right. It does we, you know what that's like? It was only. It was only. No, that's exactly. Right. It was only. Right. It, right. It's weird. Exactly. Stuff yeah. like that happens. I don't, with, know if the, I don't know how that joke works on playback. Same, my, but my joke is it was always men. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Stuff like that happens when countries are trying to preserve their culture. Like French Canada, uh, like has a requirement that a certain amount of the music played on their radio stations has to be in French. Like they do that to, so like, oh. you know, mm, but okay. never in like government for elected. That's weird. No, yeah. this sounds fucking stupid. Yeah. So, again, 40% of each sex represented, but because Mayor Ann Hidalgo hates men so much, back in 2018, her office hired four men and 11, you heard that, 11 (sighs) women Uh, uh, for senior roles. Uh, How dare they? Pat, that's 69% vaginas to 31% penises, and that pissed Sounds like Florida State. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah, that pissed Florida State numbers. The French Ministry of Public Service right off. So they fined this man hater one hundred nine thousand dollars and asked her, uh, "Are you crazy or something?" Um, to that, Hidalgo. <laughs> <laughs> try that. Try that again, Wes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you are you crazy or something? Uh, yeah, there you go. That's yeah, great. yeah. Uh, to you that, gotta end it like you're asking a question. Yeah, yeah. Are you crazy? All these all these women. Um, to that, Hidalgo uh, said, uh, "You want your money? You got it. Uh, but the women uh, stay, uh, which is legal now in France. That, pa- that France passed a law that said she could now keep the women as long as the overall percentage." is not at an imbalance. So currently the French government stands at just 47% women, which uh, get 6% less than their male counterparts, probably to make up for all the maternity leave or something. Um, in response, oh, 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 got him. Um, and the, the internet is just, is just, is memeing the crap out of this woman. Do you know you uh, said paternity leave? Yeah, look at the, the, they're just memeing Anne Hidalgo everywhere, Bubba. You got the meme uh, that this, this is just, you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that. vicious. Look at that classic old school meme. Two thousand. Yeah. yeah. The French style. are like yeah. ten years behind. On when memes. you hate men. In that, that's letters. also not creative. <laughs> also, why is it so bad? She hired eleven. Like that's I just made that weird. Well, those were the best people for yeah. the job. You know what? Will it's interesting. Like quota laws, obviously, like are there for a reason, right? And and it's to it's to reset an imbalance. But they can't go on forever. You know what I mean? Like you got every fucking quota law needs to have an, uh, an expiration date on it, because otherwise then you run into like weird ass situations. Like, well, why can't it just be like the best people get the jobs, period, regardless of anything? Well, because mm-hmm. for a while there, no one was hiring women because of sexism. So like once the quote, if the quota is there for right. five years, they establish themselves. Well, then nepotism because, is because, a bigger because, problem because because of, of, of that. Because of sexism and racism. But, you know, like yeah. it would be nice to just like have 
less of those isms and and more candidates that that are like but then you can vote on whoever you don't have to pick someone based on something but it'd be nice to have uh, more candidates that are diverse. maybe that's why biden called chastin Kristen. maybe he's keeping him under a quota wish i thinking. don't know yeah. come on man it's yeah. my buddy it's my <laughs> buddy to get his Kirsten numbers right hey he's Kristen from now on got it yeah Chasten. he's always been kirsten to me <laughs> that would be hilarious if he came out and he's Jeez, like actually Kristen. i'm gonna go by kirsten now <laughs> yeah trust he's me like, hey, we're messing like, with hey, quotas here man he's like hey like i don't make the rules in a gay marriage one of them gets a girl name i don't know like, <laughs> hey, hey man let me ask you a question is your, is your husband gonna be pissed if he's gotta go by kristen and be a girl <laughs> all right in response wrap it up in response hidalgo put out this statement uh slash warning to all men saying in paris we are doing everything to make it a success and i am very very proud of a large team of women and men i'm doing spanish but i don't care men who carry together this flight uh fight for equality then she peered into the camera with a look that could take your dick off and said so there will be many of us uh referring to uh the women that are going to come and uh take the jobs and that's going to do it for hard factor <laughs> thank you again for uh listening hey Check out uh check out this new, new hat I got going on here. Uh, tune into YouTube. You guys got something you want to say? Yeah, go to no, youtubecom News. We've said plenty today. Yeah, yeah. Do, I mean, yeah. no, it's, it's good. I, I like your ominous warning about the, the Parisian <laughs> hey, That's what, that's what she's literally said. She said that <laughs> there are many of us. Uh, there will look, be many of us. Tomorrow's Florida and Friday. Uh, yeah. So you know. That's yeah, great. by the way, I messed that up. Uh, you guys were right. I just can't read. It, it, Biden Kirsten. Uh, said Kirsten. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My yep. bad. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, guys, thank you again. We'll see you tomorrow. It's like Kristen, Friday. but different. Sorry. Chasten. Have a great fucking day. <laughs>